0: Welcome to Service Dog Q&A with Dream Dogs. I'm your host, Victoria Warfel. Today's episode is working your service dog in hot weather. So I've lived in Florida for probably around the last 12 years, and Florida's not known for its cool frozen temperatures, right? Florida is known for its heat and its humidity. So during that time and working numerous service dogs, my own plus clients, uh, we have three main tips when it comes to working your service dog in the heat. Now, even if you're up north... Maybe northern uh, U.S., maybe Canada, maybe overseas, and it's not as hot as it gets in Florida, there's still usually warm times during the year, so these tips are going to help you out as well. So we have three main tips for you, and the first one is the time of day that you work your service dog. So we prefer working our service dogs in the morning or in the evening. We try not to be out there during the heat of the day, for example, noon until 4 p.m. on days whenever it is warm outside because it's just too much. It's too much for you and it's too much for your service dog. So we like the early mornings better than the evenings because the ground hasn't had all day to soak in those rays and hold them in. And you know what I'm talking about. In the morning, you can wake up, you can sit outside on on blacktop, and it's not going to be uncomfortable, whereas you can do that in the evening, and that ground is still super hot because of, you know, how many hours of sun beating down on it. So we do prefer morning. uh, But but like I said, evening does work out as well, especially when you take into account our other precautions that we're going to give you, our other tips. Uh, Another one to deal with environment is shade. Uh, We were out at Disney yesterday and there was some waiting around to do. So we tried to stick to the shade as much as possible. Much better to to be in the shade than to be in the full sun. And keeping your dog on grass as much as possible as well. So grass, again, doesn't hold in that heat like concrete, like pavement, like sidewalks do. So you want to have your dog on the grass as much as possible. Our next tip is get your dog as hydrated as possible. Okay, so you want to not only provide water for your dog, but you want to go to extra steps to make sure that your dog consumes that water. And one way that we've done this before is if you have little uh, meaty treats, or say you're out and eating at a restaurant with your dog and your dog's hot, save a little bit of the chicken, maybe a little bit of the the beef or the pork, and put that aside so whenever you go outside you can use that, and what we do is if the dog doesn't want to drink, and he's like, no, I'm not thirsty, And you say, it is 80s, 90s outside. You need to drink something now. Um, For example, Arrow, I, I call him my service camel at times because he thinks he can go an entire day without drinking. Uh, We'll just drop some of that treat, some of that food into the bottom of the water bowl. And not only does it salt up the water bowl a little bit, which depending on the meat that you get, it might salt up the water bowl a little bit. Uh, But it's going to encourage him to drink it because he's going to try to get that treat at the bottom of the water bowl. So he's going to drink a lot more that way. Plus, you get flavored water, which, you know, your dog might appreciate as well. So you want to make sure your dog drinks water. How else do we do that? Uh, we carry a collapsible silicone bowl with us, and there's a bunch of different types of water bowls for your dog. You know, there's the one that you fill up with water, and you pop it open, and you squeeze it, and there's a little channel, and it fills up the little channel or the trough, and, uh, and your dog can drink out of it. Uh, there's carrying a Uh, uh, water bottle and pouring it into the bowl. There's little cups that you just squeeze the water bottle and it comes up into the top so the dog can drink out of that. Um, Some people, usually when we go to Disney, I might not even bring water bowls, especially if it's just me and Arrow because they'll give you cups. They'll give you disposable cups. But we are trying, you know, to be as environmentally friendly as we can. So therefore we do the collapsible bowls. We can fill those up at water fountains. We can fill this up in bathroom sinks. Uh, we can fill this up from our cups. You know, when we get a cup of water or if they give us a bottle of water for the dog, uh, we can fill it up with that. And then the dog gets to drink as much as they want to. We do offer it for a while. We don't just say drink. Oh, you drank two laps. Okay, you're good. We do encourage them to drink quite a bit. We might leave it out for them. We might pick it up and offer it to them. You know, move it to a different location, and they might. Oh, what is that? I'll drink some of that. Uh, but you know, we do that, and then any leftover water we actually pour into our hand and we pet the dog with it. So, the, the spot to cool your dog the most is going to be their groin area, which is between their two back legs. So, we'll try to hit that, we'll try to hit their tummy, um, we'll hit their head, their neck, their back. You know, it depends on how much water you have left whenever you're done, well, whenever your dog's done drinking. Uh, but you want to make sure that your dog has plenty of water. And you know what happens whenever your dog has plenty of water, your dog's going to need more potty breaks. And then the third tip that we have is proper equipment for your dog. And this includes booties and cooling vests. So we've tried all sorts of stuff. Um, I like the rough wear booties. Uh, I like them because they have the Vibram soles and I I wear the Vibram five-finger shoes as well. So I'm like, it's the same sole as what I have. Um, And because they fit well. Um, We've worked with a lot that come off. Um, We actually have a pair of mutlucks. Well, not a pair, we have a quad of mutluck. um, The fleecy ones, which work because uh, when we get the service dogs in training in, sometimes they don't have booties or they don't have the right booties. So we can use those on almost any size dog. Okay, on a medium to large sized dog. We can't use them on the little chihuahuas and all because they're way too big for that. But we can use them with these dogs of different sizes and it's more universal. Uh, with the rough wear ones you need to measure your dog's foot and get the right size for your dog's foot and we might not have that right size in because i think they have them every quarter inch so they have like a two inch and a two and a quarter and a two and a half and a two and three quarter and a three inch and you know i don't i don't carry everything i just order what my dogs need from the company Uh, But the booties, you want to get your dog used to wearing them ahead of time. Uh, Whenever you are wearing them on your dog, put them on your dog. Have a leash and collar on your dog already. And as soon as they get the booties on and they're fit correctly, start walking with your dog. Don't give him time to try to get them off. He's going to do his pretty prancy pony walk for a little bit. And it's super cute. And try to record it because that's always adorable. But don't laugh at your dog. Um, Your dog will feel sad if you laugh at him. And uh, he'll be very proud if you tell him how handsome he is or how beautiful she is. But you do want to get your dog used to wearing booties. Again, when we were at Disney yesterday, uh, both the service dogs that we had had booties on. And that's all we heard everywhere. Oh, look at the shoes. So, you know, you will be hearing that quite a bit. If you want to name your dog shoes, everyone, your dog will think everyone loves them. Uh, the other thing is going to be some sort of cooling vest and they have, um, different ones, different people make different ones, you know, try out some of them. Uh, we have the Roughwear. I think it's the swamp cooler, um, that we've used with arrow in the past. And what you do is you wet it and then it gradually evaporates and keeps your dog cool with the water that's there. Um, We also have some cooling bandanas. Um, Those are not my favorite just because it's more stuff on the dog. Like, I don't mind it for myself, but I don't know how much cooling the dog gets from that. Um, But, you know, bandanas don't take up a lot of space, and so you can always toss a couple into your bug out bag for your service dog just in case you need it. Um, but we do try to keep them cool between the cooling vest and the booties and the, we have to watch the equipment as well. We do have some summer vests that we use with the dogs, uh, that are not as heavy. Uh, maybe they have some mesh in there for some ventilation. Uh, they're going to be lighter colors. They're not going to be black because remember black absorbs the heat. Um, so we're going to try to go with the colored vest or just the webbing straps, um, to make it easier or that mesh. To make it so there's airflow for your dog because they appreciate that a lot. So those are our three tips. Watch the time that you're out, keep the shaded and grassy areas. Increase your dog's water intake and that might mean bringing water with you, bringing bowls with you, or both bringing water and bowls with you, and having appropriate equipment for your service dog, such as uh, booties or shoes, and cooling vests. And you want to make sure that those booties are well fit and that your dog is used to them um, so they don't just want to sit and pull them off. And a lot of times, one last tip with the booties, what we'll do is we will just put the booties on, put the leash and collar on, and start walking them in a store for their first time, so they don't have a chance to get all, I don't know what I'm doing here. So they're just, okay, this is what we're doing now. I've got it. This is just something weird on my feet. And we do practice that ahead of time. Uh, We'll go, for example, into Walmart or into Target or into the grocery store with the dog with the booties on for the first time. And people will ask, why does the dog have booties on? It's not hot in here. And we say, well, it's not hot in here, but it's going to be hot out there. And this is a good place to practice it. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Service Dog Q&A with Dream Dogs. Again, I'm Victoria Warfel with Dream Dogs and our website is dreamcanine.com. That's D-R-E-A-M, the letter K, the number nine dot com. And we do have our exclusive service dog training program where we work with owner trainers helping them get their dog ready To be their service dog. Everything from choosing a puppy to choosing the right dog to basic advanced and off-leash training, public access training, service dog skills, service dog tasks, evaluations, and more. We look forward to helping you have the dog of your dreams.